Good morning, good morning. Again, this is Jonathan Alke. This is Daily Practice Success Podcast. Welcome, everyone. And another episode of we're going to int- uh, interview a coach. Um, his name is Roman Mirnov. He's a coach trained by Tony Robbins. Um, helping people create an amazing relationship and a happy life. But today's agenda, we're going to be talking about work and life balance to find that happiness and making sure that you're not working too much. You're not, you know, making sure that you're spending some time working and, you know, chasing your dreams. So those are the things that we're going to um, talk about tonight. Tonight, Tonight's guest is going to He's been coaching for almost a year and have a lot of success, almost 20 clients. And, you know, he has done a lot of things. He found his passion, which is relationship, is because he's experienced it in his life. And so we're going to ask him a lot of questions about, you know, how did he find his passions and, you know, um, helping people build amazing relationship and also how did he get started coaching and how do, how does he find clients? How do you make money coaching? So those are the things we're going to ask him. And so I'm going to bring him out. And so we could ask him a lot of more questions about relationship. And I'm so excited because this is something I want to implement in my life. I want to um, improve all areas of my life, including my relationship and all I could get some advice from him. So, yeah, I'm going to bring him out, um, and we're going to meet him. We're going to ask him a lot of questions, and I'm so excited. All right, let's do it. Ramon, how are you? Can you hear hey, me? Hey, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, I'm great, and I'm, I'm so excited to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, we appreciate you for coming on to the show. And so, Ramon, tell us, um, you, you, you took – Tony Robbins training program and you become a coach were you, was this plan were you did you plan out that hey I'm going to be a relationship coach or did this did, did this come to you like unexpected um, like unexpectedly yeah it was it was quite unexpectedly the, mm-hmm. the story is like this I moved from I was actually very very lucky to move from Russia to Canada last mm-hmm. year and when I, I moved here i decided to make a huge shift in my career from a professional translator to a coach so yeah that was quite unexpected <laughs> to a professional translator that's amazing i mean didn't go like how long did you go to school for that to be a professional translator oh my college lasted for five years that was a five-year program five-year program and then did you like okay well i'm gonna go from college to a professional translator but however how come you didn't pursue it and switch switch careers instead one reason is that i I simply feel that that career is is over for me Mm. i feel that this is i should take a different step now and especially because the the translation domain is changing mm, because, because of yeah because of machine translation technology and oh you are absolutely correct and that, that is true it's uh, the the trans uh, professional translator 
we we could translate our own videos and our own thing, and then it, it could be done so easily now. And we just plug it in and then be translated for human translators. So it's a it's a dying career. Wow, that's that sucks. <laughs> okay, so um, Roman, my first question, like, take us back, like. How did you get started, like, um, with your relationship um, co coaching career? Okay, sure. So the the starting point for me was 2014 mm -hmm. when I divorced, and the reason was that I I, I had a great marriage in mm -hmm. many ways, and so basically I I was together with my ex wife for 11 years, mm -hmm. but I was bad at my relationship. I, I did not have proper relationship skills. And actually my wife, I, I got her by sheer luck. She just like sort of fell into my lap and I, I didn't really have to work for it. So I took her for granted a lot. And I thought that, you know, I, I, I sort of knew everything that I wanted to know about the marriage and how to run it, how to be a great husband, how to be a great father. But it turned out that I didn't. I didn't. Those assumptions were wrong. Mm -hmm. And my wife filed for a divorce and we got divorced. At that point, I was 32. And I said to myself, okay, I need, I need to get back to the dating world. So I started meeting girls and, and women and dating and I was so bad. I was so bad. So <laughs> I, I actually had to learn everything. I had to learn every dating and relationship skill to get better. So I spent the next six years getting better. And so I realized that I had this knowledge of relationships. Plus mm -hmm. I had quite a lot of experience. So I could relate to other people in similar situations, including situations where their marriage is at risk or they want to find love or they uh you know they have regrets about their past love they're going through a breakup and i thought okay i, I could actually help people and at that point i moved from russia to canada this has been my lifelong dream it came true quite unexpectedly and quite thankfully so I moved and it was just the perfect place for me to, to make that career shift. So the first thing I did was take in this program, mm -hmm. the, the official coaching program of Tony Robbins. I got my certificate and since April, I've been helping clients with relationships and everything else because everything is connected in our lives. Right. And uh, that's a big area that most of us struggle in our relationship because it's true. We don't pay attention to it until we lose it sometimes. And I, I feel it. And sometimes we don't even know that we are, we are um, like growing apart in some ways. And how do you combat that when another person is staying still and the person is, uh, the other person is growing, but yet, and you, you both know you are growing apart. And how do you just stay connected when, you know, because that, that, that's happening in my life as well. When we were both 
like she's shifting and where I'm growing and she's growing, but um, I feel like we don't have anything in common at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I know how you feel, totally. Mm. I think the best way for you is to adopt unconditional love. Right. <laughs> that is simply um, don't think about your needs when you go into the relationship. Don't expect your partner, in your case, your, your wife or your girlfriend, to meet your expectations, to meet your needs. Now, mm. go into the relationship to give love. And this will change the whole dynamic because your partner will see that you're not expecting anything of them. So they'll be happy. And when you see that they're happy, you'll be happy as well. Plus, when they feel your unconditional love, they will want to reciprocate. And finally, the best thing, the best thing, remember, you feel love when you give it, not when you receive it. Oh, that's, that's, that's very, the most important thing. That's very interesting. Unconditional love. Huh, man, I, I love it. I, I actually like that, that advice as well. But let's change direction and change shift. Shift. I mean, you've been coaching for um, like this year, April, when you took Tony Robbins um, program. And so now that you're on your own and you're coaching, how do you find clients for yourself? Yeah, I have this funnel set up. So um, actually, first of all, I have a, a digital agency helping me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not doing that myself. So they are bringing the clients. So what they do is they run, help me run my Instagram profiles. Mm -hmm. And then they use Facebook ads and Instagram ads. So people go from those ads to my Instagram profile. Mm -hmm. they, they follow me, they connect to me, and oftentimes they, I offer them psychological tests. They take those tests, they like it, and I offer them a free consultation, a free session in, in their response to the test. That's how they come to my free consultation. We mm -hmm. schedule it through the 10to8.com service have the consultation if they like me, if I do a good job of listening to them and giving my perspective on their situation, they sign up for, for a coaching package and become a client. That's fascinating to me because it's true. Um, once you become a coach, it's very hard to like find clients. That's like the most hardest part. And you found this agency and you know runs a funnel to actually bring you clients so that you could focus on what you do the best which is helping clients um with their relationship and that's that's really good because now you don't have the day-to-day -day which is all posting or trying to attract clients you have this that outsource this this task to other people i think that's like the 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 best advice I could give to people who are like starting a coaching program right now. So like right now, because of the, our topic is like, how do you stay productive and, you know, do that shift which, where your balance and your life is, your work and life is balanced. And how do you stay productive with doing that? Uh, okay. I think the first component is motivation. Mm-hmm. 
I keep reminding myself that I my like my biggest goal is contribution. I want mm-hmm. to help people. I want to contribute to their lives, and that keeps me driven. So instead of getting distracted, for example, I I keep on working on my goals. So that helps me stay focused. The second thing, I think it's my my routines. So my morning routine and evening routine. The morning routine where I exercise, where I breathe, uh, where I visualize my goals. It mm-hmm. again, it keeps me focused on what's important. It motivates me, and it also, just like the evening routine, when I when I read a book, I listen to a podcast, I take a quick walk. These things they really make me organized, and this feeling of being organized and disciplined, it, it spills into other areas, including work. So by doing those routines, by instilling those habits, I am more determined in my work and I don't want to get distracted. Another thing I think that helps me is actually daily meditation and mindfulness practice. Mm-hmm. They also do a lot in terms of focus. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Um, I, I love the routine and the things that you're doing, especially in the morning. Um, um, priming yourself, um, making sure you are battling with negativity, with listening to people, more on um, podcasts. Is that always been your routine or did you just took that to this year or did you tr- do trial and errors and what works for you? You know, I, I have been doing some sort of a routine for maybe for 10 years, but mm-hmm. I I keep adjusting it. I keep improving it basically every year, every couple of months. Mm. Like okay. this. Okay. That's good. That's definitely good. I mean, you know, we, some of us, we all have a routine, but however, um, once that routine, if some of them are bad, that does not help us at all. Those are like, because we are, um, people of habits and you know we do things that sometimes we it's not helping us but you you have your own routine that always primes you and always puts you in a positive notes so that you could help your clients um what are the some of the problems that that the most that you encounter with your clients mm, i think that the most problem the biggest problem is just listlessness, apathy, depression. Mm. And okay, so th- those are the the problems that you're facing as um, for for your clients. And w- when you coach this this um, the, your clients, do like stay with you, or do you like coach them in a monthly, um, just a month, and then do you leave them be, or do they stay for you for a long time? It depends. Of course, I prefer to work with them for a long time because, mm-hmm. yeah, because this is where the most benefits of coaching come in. Mm-hmm. Although otherwise, like when people have four sessions in a month, let's say one session per week, and then they stop, it's very easy for them to slide back. Mm-hmm. So th- th- that's why it's called coaching. You know, when you have a when you have an athlete in a in a sports team. Mm-hmm. Their coach isn't there just for one month, right? It's right. there for, for an eternity. Mm-hmm. 
And it, yeah, it, absolutely. It's, it's much better if we stay with a coach, especially if it's working, right? And if it's working, definitely don't change it because it's working. And once the, the, the habits and, you know, the technique or not the technique, but the, you know, the advice um, kick in and it's working, hey, why not keep it? Um, I like that idea. Um, so now that you're coaching, um, Roman, like, when you're when it comes to business, did you start any other business besides coaching? No, no, no. This is like That's your first, this is like your own your first business since um you you stopped working like um a regular job. Yes, so I I had a that business, my translation agency back in Russia, mm -hmm. and so and I completely switched to coaching after <laughs> that. Was there um was there like limiting belief when you get started um before you started coaching or you just like okay I'm gonna just do this I'm just gonna go um there were was there limiting belief on going through your head when you started coaching? Absolutely, absolutely, and it, it's self doubt, mm -hmm. of course, and uh, it diminished over time. But I I still I do have it I do have it sometimes you know. When a client that I like decides to stop coaching, for example, mm -hmm. that's that's pretty discouraging, right? Right. And how do you combat that? Like, um, uh, it, it just comes out. It's, it's so natural for all of us that, you know, to that have that negative mindset or doubt ourselves most of the time. But how do you combat that for yourself? I always keep reminding myself about my motivation. Mm -hmm. This that this is this is the biggest component. I I just go through my list of why I'm doing this, how I'm how I'm helping clients, and also it also helps to look at what my clients told me mm -hmm. about their successes. So I have a li this list of successes that they had, the things that I helped them with. Mm -hmm. It's also it's also very motivating. And another thing that I always do is whenever I feel myself slipping into this lower state i would do something with my physiology because this is th this is very important any changes in our mind they start with changes in our body so i would do like something like dancing you know like smiling breathing and this triggers a completely new state and and then i review my motivation to remind myself of it Mm, okay that's fascinating and it's very true you just start moving and then your your state of mind will change and you, you start become more positive with yourself and also and when you become stop positive and you become more grateful and you just do more when you're in a positive state of mind and you know you help your clients a lot better when, when you're in that state as well so Right now, you're like you're coaching. What's the biggest mis mistake? Like, if I was to start coaching myself, what advice would you give um, as, as a coach? What advice would you give that person if you're just starting coaching right now? I would tell them to or or yourself that you need to focus on coaching itself and mm. not on marketing. So delegate marketing to someone and coach. Because mm -hmm. the biggest reason is that you might, first of all, you need experience. You need experience with coaching because that's how you get better. That's how you can 
you're able to serve your clients better. And if you spend all of your time on marketing, you're not getting better as a coach. That's one thing. And the second thing, if you focus on marketing, like 90% of your time goes into marketing, you will not be able to understand whether you like being a coach or not. And that's important. You want, you want to have this, like if the feeling, whether it's right for you quite soon, you don't want to like to spend five years working as a coach, mostly doing marketing and then realizing you hate coaching in it of itself. Oh, fascinating. Uh, that advice is so great. It's because it's true. Most of us um, as a coach and some of them, they, they spend more time on marketing and putting themselves out there instead of coaching. And so delegating that task really do free you up a lot of time to actually do more of what you wanted to do, which is coaching. Um Man, that's a, that's a, that's a great advice. I like, okay. So now that you're delegating, so all you have to do is coaching. Um, can I ask, um, like, what's the process like when they, you delegate that? Is it like, um, all social media gone and all you have to do is talk to the client. You don't have to post, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to, you know, um, write a, a landing page or do a website? How does that work? Yeah. First of all, I did all of this myself in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I already have a landing page and, and all those things. Now I'm much less involved in marketing because, yeah, I, I did delegate most of posting to, to an agency I do, I do help them with the content. I shoot videos, of course. I write, I write content, but that takes not 100% of my time. Let's, let's say it takes 10 or 20% of my time. And then the remaining 80 to 90% of the time, I can invest in coaching. Mm. Okay, perfect, perfect. And I'll, again, that's the idea, especially when you're starting... Um, as a coaching business, we're just starting out and you don't know really too much of what to do, but delegate that marketing and start coaching so much better for if you're just starting out. Um, Armand, thank you so much. And man, this has been amazing. And I, I love the advice that you're giving because it's true. It came from you. You're doing it. You've done it. And so when it comes to business, now that you're coaching other people, what is success to you? What does that mean for you? Success to me is really contributing to people, making a difference in their life. Mm. So when, um, when a client comes to me and I see that I'm able to help them, I already feel great. And when I actually do help them and they tell me about the positive results, that feels fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's changing lives. Absolutely, it, it works, especially when you, when it, when advice that you you're giving them, they actually take that advice and take action, and it works out. It, it must have feel, it should feel great. Um, so, what are you doing on um, that success is to for. You know, helping clients that's what success to you is so what are you doing on a daily basis to make sure you know you help those clients 
uh, make sure that it happens for 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 those people that you want to help uh so in my sessions i really i am very very present mm -hmm. i am focused on listening to my client listening really extremely mm -hmm. giving them my my hundred percent attention mm -hmm. being there thinking about solutions thinking about how i can coach them indirectly instead of telling them the solutions right away and yeah <laughs> that, that's how i that's how i contribute and i also keep learning that's also an important area that i want because i want to be developing as a coach and if i spend again if i spend 100 of my on of my time on marketing i i don't get experience coaching and i don't learn anything new and i take the time actually so now i have the time to study new techniques that i can use with clients so i study those techniques and then i go back to my clients and apply them and that's another way for me to contribute mm. that's awesome okay guys um that's all my questions for Amanda. if you guys have any question at all um let us know uh okay i, I um we do have some questions from rage king uh, okay so what makes you a good coach because it's hard to find to stand out that's, a, that's actually a good question would you like to answer that yeah absolutely mm -hmm. so what makes you a good coach because it's hard to to stand out with this um, you know with, with the market with the competition i think it's your vibe mm. your energy that you're putting out there not everyone will relate to it but those people who are able to relate to it they will be your clients because they will like it mm. so be positive be encouraging be very good at reframing problems as opportunities Okay. Be uplifting and make sure that the client feels better after the session. That that is that is important. That is important. Well, Rage King, hopefully we answered that question. And um, thank you again for for commenting, and we appreciate that, Rage King. So, Roman, how can we find you, and where can we find you? Because um, we're almost out of time. Please go to my website, which is www.romanmiranov.com, spelled as R-O-M-A-N for Roman and M-I-R-O-N-O-V for Miranov, romanmiranov.com. Hit the contact tab, sign up for a free consultation. It's totally free. And if you choose to buy coaching from me and let me know that you're coming off Jonathan's podcast, and I'll be happy to give you a 30% discount. Oh, that's amazing. All right, guys. So um, just mention my name and also mention daily practice success. Just mention it to him if you guys um, do have some, you know, questions for him. Also, um, Roman shared with me a seven dreadful mistake that will ruin your relationship and how to fix them. It's a PDF. It's a quick read and it's definitely, it's, it's helpful. I read it and it's amazing. So um, it's free. Um, just um, how do I find, um, I think it's going to be on the description. And so when you um, just click on it and it's a quick read, it's, um, I guess it's, uh, 
it's a bonus for you guys from um from Ramon. And again, visit RamonMirrodoff.com so you find him more about what he does and you can book a call with him. So Ramon, thank you so much for tuning in and we appreciate you. And that's it from us. Thank you guys. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a privilege. Same here. Thank you. Uh